0: Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude Podcast.
1: Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude Podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And for those of you who are interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond what I share in podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity and designed for more than just therapists. It's uh, offers a helpful and professional way to explore the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve and it's available in paper and audiobook formats for your convenience and um, whether it be through one of my one-on-one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker know that my mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time so Today, I want to share with you a few encouraging words about when to leave a culturally unsupportive work environment. Now, in a recent podcast, I responded to a question related to how one might go about getting employer buy-in on creating a more culturally competent and considerate work environment. If that's the situation you find yourself in, then I recommend you go back and listen to that podcast for the tips and strategies that I provide there. Since then, however, i received multiple inquiries from people expressing that they're beyond getting employed by in and are simply fed up and ready to go, quit, leave their employer altogether. And yet they feel conflicted regarding whether or not it's the right time to do so or even the right thing to do. And while there are many potential factors that vary from person to person that contribute to whether or not leaving one's employer is the best thing to do, I'd like to offer a few guiding principles to consider to help you determine when to leave a culturally unsupportive work environment. Consideration number one, when the cons outweigh the pros. It may be time to leave a culturally unsupportive environment when the cons of remaining in that environment outweigh the pros of staying. When the therapist in me hears people express a need for change due to emotionally or, or maybe even physically stressful impact of, that an environment can have, I take it seriously. Too often, people remain in environments that cause more harm than they provide benefit. Maybe they feel guilty for leaving due to the impact their absence might have on someone else that's still there. Not truly realizing that they're staying in order to care for someone else's needs comes at the sacrificial expense of their own needs and ultimately reducing their own longevity and their ability to continue helping others over time. Sometimes in situations like this, the best support that you can receive is the validation that you're worth it, just as much as anyone else that you're trying to help. And if you want to continue helping others in the future, then you need to accept that staying in an unsafe environment may be taking on more than it's giving. And if it's income or salary, that that still isn't always enough to override the negative emotional toll certain environments can take. No environment is perfect. However, since a work environment can offer opportunities and fulfillment in many ways, there can be a multitude of undesirable cons, from negative people and offensive comments to culturally inconsiderate tasks and expectations. And yet they can still be pros from financial stability and other positive encouraging people in that environment to unique opportunities for advancement or the fulfillments uh, from positively impacting others, and maybe even more. These may even outnumber the cons. The question is not whether the cons exist, every environment has cons, or whether the cons outnumber the pros, but rather whether the cons uh, that remain outweigh the pros and its impact on your short-term and long-term well-being if that's the case then it just might be time to leave consideration number two when your efforts to improve your environment are no longer successful assuming you try to improve it first too often people encounter culturally undesirable experiences at work and conclude that their workplace is irreparably tainted automatically and forever incapable of being a safe place however Many who make this conclusion later conclude that their initial response may have been reactive based on in-the-moment feelings rather than fully explored confirmation. When fully explored, it can be seen that there may be many reasons why the environment may not be as supportive as desired, from overt racist lack of respect and value to genuine caring desire without sufficiently culturally considerate knowledge and strategies on how to reflect that in real life. Let me be clear, ignorance does not make it okay or automatically safe, but it does bring the opportunity for growth. Someone who doesn't care about your needs is less likely to be open to ideas for change that can better meet your needs, especially when those needs are influenced in any way by cultural differences between you. However, When cultural needs are expressed healthily and genuine, caring, and flexible responses are received in return, then mutual efforts can be made to create a modified work environment that can meet the diverse needs of many, not just the same needs of a few. Unfortunately, it's not always clear whether an employer is open to this kind of feedback and growth, and many often conclude the worst unless the best is proven in advance which means that many people leave potentially flexible employers who are open to growth and learning because their flexibility was never tested and tried. Staying consistent with the needs of the person considering leaving, let me make this clear, that it's less about giving your employer a chance that they may or may not have earned. And this is more about reducing your potential future regret by reducing the need for you to wonder, would things have been different would they have been even open to change if i would express my need in a more clear way before leaving if you try first in whatever way is comfortable for you and you confirm that your need is understood and still not valued then it just might be time for you to leave that work environment and consideration number three when you've made a plan for what will come next One of the scariest things that I see when supporting people who are leaving a culturally unsupportive work environment is when they do so rashly, based on the emotion of the moment and without any idea of what will come next. Now, if I've made it clear already, let me make it clear now, directly. As a therapist, I very much value emotions and healthy expression of those emotions, whether they feel nice to say or hear or not. However, I also know that when and how we express those feelings can significantly impact our personal well-being. Let me say it even more clearly. If the cons outweigh the pros and you've made efforts to increase those pros and reduce those cons, then if you're not in immediate and immediate and imminent emotional or physical danger, then leaving in the moment just to give yourself the satisfaction of storming out only to then later realize that you're without the financial or relational or other opportunity pros that you valued, then that may not be worth it and is more likely to be regretted in return. Instead, at the point when you realize that you can honestly say that it's not just the existence of cons, which always are there, but the cons that outweigh the pros, and you've genuinely tried and feel that change is not only just slow but impossible, it is then when you can begin to prepare for your departure. It's not for their benefit that you begin as opposed to immediately staying, but it's for your benefit. See, at that point, you can return to work the next day, week, or more, emotionally protecting yourself from the cons, knowing that you're lining up your options for your exit on your own terms. They may think you have no other options. They can take advantage of you, seeing you return and still do good work, but you've remained because you're waiting until you have the right options, and then you leave. When you decide to leave and they're shocked, asking why you leaving, You can honestly say, with less resentment oozing from your pores, that you're leaving because the organization no longer meets your needs. It may meet some, but not enough. And when you tried to express that previously, you weren't heard, or you were heard, but your needs did not feel valued enough to bring about sufficient change. And then, walk on. Walk on to the next opportunity that you waited for and planned appropriately for, seeking the best balance of pros and cons available in your next environment with less disadvantages to re- to miss and less regret to hold on to for even that next environment doesn't have to be perfect as long as they do a better job of hearing a greater va- variety of cultural needs and genuinely desiring to meet as many of them as possible with action and follows my hope for you is that you if you find yourself in a culturally unsupportive work environment that you would use these considerations to either confirm that it may be best to stay because there are still options worth considering to improve that environment for your own benefit or to help you determine when it may indeed be time for you to remove yourself from that environment in search of another. And if you're in a position to listen to someone else vent about their culturally unsupportive work environment, then instead of just hyping them up to angrily and instantly quit regardless of the circumstances or consequences, then help them explore these considerations as well to maximize their benefit, and reduce their regret. Whatever you choose, or however you support someone else who has to make that difficult choice, help generate healthy decisions motivated by what's in your best interest, in your family's best interest, whether it's sufficiently understood or appreciated by others or not. And with that, I'll say thanks again for listening to the Diversity to Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of a shame-free or empowering guest speaker or training on this often sensitive topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambridgefisher.com. And if you know anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast or share with them my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, available in paper and audiobook formats on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in the future podcasts to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day.
0: Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on Shaletta Makes Me Laugh. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24 7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details questions and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success because right now relationships matter more than ever and understanding is everything find out more at bremer.com it's never too late to set the stage for well-being here's your well-being tip of the day from ymca of the north put mindfulness in your tool belt mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening we reduce our stress anxiety and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions for more well-being tips meditation and yoga classes visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash it's time we get back into the family business and become bus drivers metro transit is looking for operators So get on over to their hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from 9 until noon at the new North Loop Garage in Minneapolis on 8th Avenue. You can apply in person and get interviewed on the spot. And here's the best part. You can test drive one of their 40-foot Metro Transit buses. And don't worry, staff members will be on hand to help you navigate that thing. But you got this, and they've got up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus for you if you get hired. Now all y'all know, we got kinfolk who have been Metro Transit bus drivers, either your uncle, your cousin, grandpa, somebody. And they always had extra money in their pocket cause this job pays well and they've got good benefits. It's time we get back into the family business and become drivers. So get on over to the Metro Transit bus operator hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from nine until noon and apply for one of these positions. You don't need experience and they'll pay for your training you can't beat that just make sure you bring a valid driver's license and bring a friend the more the merrier for more info just go to metrotransit.org slash drive you deserve more internet than what you get from just your cell phone get free high-speed internet at home a 29.95 value when you qualify for internet essentials plus and the affordable connectivity program Enjoy more streaming, gaming, and video chatting on more devices for free. With unlimited data and a wireless gateway included at no extra cost. No fees, no taxes, and no annual contract. Connect to more
1: of what you love for free with Xfinity and the Affordable Connectivity Program. Click, call, or visit a store to learn more.